All right, welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. Uh, I'm your host, Joe Zer Jr., and joining me live is Ryan Greening. How's it going, Ryan? Doing just great, Joe. Yeah, dude, okay, so you got to talk into the letters on the microphone. I know you haven't used... letters. Yeah. The third mic is open. The letters are on the side. It's a compressor mic. Right there. Oh, yeah, this is comfortable. I'll, yeah, uh, you can move that any way you hold like. Here, let, yeah. let me fix this whole situation. Yeah, you can move that any way you like. I yeah. didn't know how you were going to sit. Yeah. Into the letters. So, just uh, get <laughs> this down here. <laughs> yeah, this is going to work. Ryan's passing out on the ground. He's had about the same same level of luck I've had today at the Minnesota. Oh, it's not luck. We just suck, Joe. No. We just suck. Well, I don't know how much of it suck. I had one suck run, and then I had a bunch of runs that were going good, and then I had mechanical failure. You know, it's one of those things that, shit, man, I I, I don't want to. I spent a shit ton of time away from my family doing maintenance and getting my cars ready, and now I'm having all kinds of mechanical failures. Ryan's adjusting. It's kind of funny. Yeah, it's a, it's you can move that. You can move that boom mic here. I'm gonna pause this, and you can move that boom mic any way you want. All right, Ryan's in somewhat comfortable position now. He's talking into the letters. Yeah, I can see the letters now. I could not see them before. Yeah, Connor Ehlers is sitting down on the third mic. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, he's coming in hot. How's it going, Connor? Good. You hear me now? Yeah, I hear you. No, you're. That's not hot. Speak up. Oh, I got to really get in here. Yeah, I had to turn the gain way down because you can hear the nitro motors behind us, but with the gain, the nitro motors were coming in as loud as our voices. Not ideal. This no. microphone is like the view a Swift driver has <laughs> of his co-driver's <laughs> balls when they're at a truck stop. Oh, man. Just right up in your fucking I, face. I will be honest. All I can hear is nitro motors, and I don't know that that's because they're actually running or they're just in my head at this point they're in your head because i'm listening through this this is what's being recorded right wow. here you're gonna hear nitro motors in the recording but they're not going to be as loud as they are here um oh that was bad on my end so connor how did you run today it was a very interesting day for me i ended up qualifying i believe 11th in e-buggy and eighth in nitro truck nice had some mechanical failures had a little mental breakdown in e-buggy, but you know what? It's all good. Yeah. It's hot. Yeah. Um, my e-buggy is really good, which pisses me off. Because I want my nitro buggy to be really good. And it's just not nearly as good as my e-buggy. I started out pretty good with the e-buggy. I had a mediocre second run and blew up. I uh, had a front drive shaft come off the third run. So that stuck me somewhere in the B, and then I only finished one qualifier for Nitro Buggy, so I am guarantee I'm starting in the D main at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. Yeah, second in the D. Where are you starting, Ryan? Uh, Nitro Buggy, I'm fifth in the fucking C, C as in cunt. <laughs> and uh, third in the B of Mini Truggy, B as in bitch boy. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. We'll go a little farther before we read our sponsor reads. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not going good. Ryan's no. having a tough, tough, tough day. 
Yeah. So are you having mechanical failures, Ryan? Or? No, absolutely not. Not even close. Yeah. Just a shitty fucking driver. I had uh, one mechanical today. Pretty what? sour about it. What happened? The rear end of that AE truggy went out again. Really? What's happening there? The bearings are, uh, th that plastic case is flexing a lot, and, yep. and they're, uh, the bearings are moving around, and they're failing, and then the whole thing comes apart. Well, that's Sean, no good. Uh, apparently, Sean has a fix for it, so maybe we'll try that tonight, but he's a pretty busy guy, so. Yeah, he is really busy. Right now, I'm using one set of tires between two vehicles. It's really annoying. I put in my order, and it's it's not j necessarily J Concepts' fault because every tire company is dealing with it right now, but it's like I can't get the tires I need in. It's like I got some tires in last week, but they had no foams, and they only filled about half my order. So I'm sitting pretty rough on tires, but tomorrow morning it's going to be cool, so we should be back on green compound. J-Con pretty much never has tires in stock, even without a pandemic. So this is making it much, much, much worse. It is, for sure. Um, yeah. So this episode, speaking of, is brought to you by Blooming Prairie RC Park in Blooming Prairie, Minnesota. They race every Sunday from when the snow melts to the snow flies. They have a covered driver stand. They just got a MyLapse transponder system so you can bring your regular transponders in. And they have a cancer benefit race coming up September 11th. Um, and also, hey, man, if you don't know if you're into it, if you're into off-road or not, they have car rentals. You can go ahead and try it out. So check out Blooming Prairie RC Park on Facebook. That's uh, awesome. They have car rentals. A lot more tracks need to start doing that. I just had a neighbor kid just the other day looking to rent cars and go try it out for the first time. Oh, that's huge. Yeah, it, it really is big. And, you know, we can't all, like, I got the one neighbor kid going um, last summer, and then his dad was a total an utter complete loser ass douchebag and his mom left him and I never saw that kid or the car again. I hope they didn't pawn it to make rent or something. You can probably hit the pawn shop there in uh, Zimmerman. I'm guessing you'll find it there. Yeah. I yeah, hope. pawned it for rent. Yeah, that yeah. that's what people do with pawn shop money. They pay <laughs> rent. Well Yeah. Probably dropped it in a rock IRA, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, they 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 probably um they probably use the pawn money to pay rent because they use their rent money on drugs. No disrespect to poor people. I'm like one mediocre decision away from <laughs> being homeless and yeah, divorced and you know sucking dick for rent money. So. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. You know, I'm. It's I'm a great weekend, everybody. It is. RC cars are oh so fun. Yeah, but we actually. Uh, despite you know Connor had a couple great runs that saved our weekend as a as a non-sexual couple yeah so we're having fun uh, I've, I've had several instances of fun I haven't had an entire heat race yet of fun but um, yeah very happy to be driving my car I actually I made some setup changes which normally you know isn't in my bag of tricks at all no. so I made some changes yep and uh, the car was great. In the third round, I just um, I made some unfortunate moves. I left myself upside down for too long, and um, I should have been revving the engine a little bit before the guy got to me, and I didn't, uh, and I flamed. Dang. See, 
That's the thing. So every time I've had a smile on my face today while driving, my car said, screw you and brakes. So. Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, yeah, we'll get to it later. I, I, I actually submitted a question to us for oh tonight. Oh, God, I didn't even see it. So. Is that on our Instagram page? You know? uh, Facebook. Okay, you know, I, I only remember we have an Instagram page when I post a new episode usually. Right. But it is nice. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Ran Out of Talent. I mean, I'm sure you've already seen it on Facebook, but we have an Instagram page. It's slightly different. Um, so, Sean, though, the track's been good. You know, it really needed that rain it got on Thursday to hold together because it's a little rough and bumpy and whatnot. But I'll tell you what, it's It's a little rough, he says. It's ten times better than the club race two weeks ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah, for sure. The grip's better. The bumps aren't as bad. The faces of the jumps are holding up better. So, yeah, it, it needed that rain. You know, we talked about calcium, but it's such a gamble. Because if you put down calcium and it rains, man, you're extra hours before you get that track dried off. And the weather was looking really iffy. It, it so far has cleared up for us nice. It looks like it might rain a little bit at 5 o'clock in the morning, but that's about it. I can tell you right now, if it does rain, that I think Ryan will be on his way out of here quicker than most. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it'd rain and it'd be a good thing, and it wouldn't. I think it, it looks like if it does rain, it's going to be a quick downpour, and that's it. So hopefully it'll be helpful. As, as long as we are discussing the track, it is rough. It is a bit blown out. It's gnarly. But I'm very thankful Sean's got this and putting it on for us. And oh, it's, for it's, sure. It's, it's, it's a great racetrack all the same. The layout's really good. And, yes. And, yeah, I'm biased. Sean is a personal sponsor of mine and yeah. my only sponsor. But I, I, do, I do think it's a good racetrack. And I'm not fighting the track so much as I'm fighting other people out there too, which is a great thing. Yeah, for sure. Oh, oh man, we got We you got to stay on this microphone, Connor. I, I don't want this to happen. Uh, me neither. Yeah. So um. Anyway, so what what I wanted? Yeah, the track this weekend's good. We got about 150 entries after all the late entries came, which is good. I was going to try to run three classes and I'm glad I didn't because with Joe three and my stuff getting all that oh dude I've had it, it's been I've been pretty short with Joe three because when his shit's ready to go and he's not ready to race and he's off messing around in the woods I get pissed I I mean why not for a while just let him do that and when he says no dad I really want to race again then you say, okay, well, here are the expectations. Well, I tell him the expectations. He begs me to come, and then, so he, here's what happens. Because, I mean, I, I know so much about fatherhood no. and Here's what happens every, every single time. Developing human beings. Here, here's what happens every single time. So I say my expectations and what I want, and he agrees, and he's fine with it. And then mom comes in as a softie and gives them leeway and you know she's she's a girl she's grown up with mostly sisters she has one older brother that's way older like i believe he's 50 now and it's like 
you don't raise boys that way. You give them a hard line, and if they fuck up, they're done. And she's giving them leeway like a girl. You do raise girls and boys different, or otherwise you got a Zimzer situation, which, yeah, I'm not even going to get in that. Anyway. I'm literally just reading a headline right now that says, Straight men in bromances kiss, cuddle, and stand around naked together. No. Yeah, that's not a thing. No, it's not. That, that's not what straight means. No. that's There's words for that. So th this is straight aren't Straight aren't them. No, it's not. So there's this um, podcast I listened to called Your Mom's House with uh, Tom Segura and Christina P., and they do funny TikToks and shit like that. And there's Fuck this TikTok. I know, but there's this doctor on there that goes, you know, if you have sex with men, that doesn't mean you're gay. Straight men can have sex with other men. No, really. That's not how that works at all. Yeah, that's literally not how that works. Like uh, this? I just disagree. You guys He's, are wrong. That's not two no, two straight no. buddies. <laughs> oh that's two God. buddies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're buddies. Yeah, they're definitely buddies. <laughs> Is that, a, is that a photo of us? I, they are, but from, from over here, I couldn't tell. <laughs> anyway, you know, uh, we've had a rough time, so we're just blowing off some steam. Um. Anyway, and we're not gay bashing, by the way. We're just no, we're saying not. that this is not straight. No, not I, by I will anyway. say this might be the loosest podcast uh, done by this group ever, which which is good. We need that. It's, it's Ken Chung would say, Monday. "Ha." Gay. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Should we should we go through moto sheets for the mains tomorrow? Uh, sure. No. Yeah, let's fucking relive that nightmare. You it know, is. you know, before we do, yep. I just want to preface everything by saying that I drove an nitro car once last year for yep. uh, maybe half an hour. That's, that's all I want to say. How right. about we read off the top five of the A main events? You're you're just a dick. Oh. Senior said I start in second in the D main of Nitro Buggy. I'm starting fourth. Oof. With 48 qual points. Oof. That hurts. All right, yeah, let's go. Oh, those aren't good. I was collecting those today. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, all right, starting in Nitro or E-Buggy A main is going to be Kyle Holmberg, Alan Smith, Drew Dawkins, Sam Savakul, and Conrad Bizey in your top five. Nitro Truggy top five is Josh Ford, Jeremy Whitting, Greg Bommel, Sean Van Dalen, and Joe Dirt. Good for Josh Ford. Coming out just on fire this year. He is. Doesn't race anything all winter long. This is his second race. Yeah. You know, Kyle's Kyle and, well, he's not in Truggy. That's a bad example. There's a lot of people in that Truggy A-Main that have raced, what, I don't know, 30 times oh, this yeah. year? Sure, sure. Um, so, good job, Josh. Josh is one of those You're, guys. You don't listen to this, I guarantee it. But. Oh, I, I guarantee he doesn't either. But I kind of wonder if he, he's one of those rare oddities. I wonder if he would do be better if he ran more. I don't know if he would. Because it's like he hits a track not rusty at all. It's weird. It's the strangest th thing ever. Um, Nitro Buggy A main is Kyle Holmberg starting on point. Tony Sletton second. Conrad Bizey third. Josh Ford fourth. Greg Bommel fifth. Mini Truggy A main is going to be Sam Savakul starting at the point with a four-wheel buggy. Sean Van Dalen second. Jesse Stewart third. Ben Savakul fourth. Chad Johnson fifth. Uh, 
screwy, truggy, a main. Hey, that's something I wanted to talk about. So on Facebook, you have all these guys talking all kinds of shit. Let's get E-Truggy going. Six of them show up, and a seventh is like, all right, I'll help out and join too. <laughs> Dude, it sucks. Guys, you got to show up to race. Racing is not done on Facebook. Racing is not done on social media. You know what? If you make a commitment to be here, you be here. Anyway. I have a theory on that one. I, I think that there's uh, far fewer of them. They just are very loud and obnoxious, the ones that exist. That's a lot of social media, again. <laughs> there, there's not many. That's like the alphabet. Yeah. Yeah. Alphabet people. So we did end up with 145 entries with 80 drivers. So that's pretty decent. I mean, down in Omaha, they're having the Team Associated Series, and they got like 180 entries or something like that. That's a lot for a one-day event. Um, anyway, yeah, man, I got news notes and a bunch of other stuff. Oh, boy, let's have some news. So, I heard an interview at the end of, or it was a 40-plus main, maybe. It was at um, JQ, ex-pro world champion. I forget his name now. He went in on fire. I don't know if you saw that, but he's like, goes, I can't wait for the Mayako buggy. I'm so sick of this springy piece of shit JQ car, which I thought was hilarious. Who's that? Who's who's saying this? I missed the start of this. I, I can't remember his name, but I, I did hear this. He referenced the fact the car's 10 years old. and Yeah. Yeah, I forget. He was world champion 2006. Oh, shit, my mic's falling. What the hell are we talking about? Uh, I don't know. I should look it up. You know what? I should look it up. But then he, while I'm looking it up, I'm going to bring this up. So he mentioned something about SH engines. They're a $180 motor that he won with. But now, my question is, is it him or are we really overpaying that much on motors? Because he's like, you can get these on a main hobby all day long for $180. He had a hashtag of fucking overpriced OS nonsense or whatever. So 40. He's truly just an angry individual. Oh, without, yeah, without seeing a bill of materials and a, you know, price list of yeah. parts, we have absolutely no idea yeah. if we're overpaying or not. The, the general uh, markup for a product in an industry like this is six times cost. Yeah. And that's just how it is. That's how it has to be with all of the overhead that a company has to, you know, incur to exist and exist successfully. Well, I have to get my nitro motors from Japan. Do you know how big of a pain in the ass that is? I mean, you know, you, you could just buy a block through Sean, you know, yeah. Greg like Connor and myself. Yeah. Great. We, but, you know, we like to support, uh, you know, local guys, yeah. the dealer, brick and mortar. That's the kind of stuff that we do. Yeah. Yeah, Great. yeah we, don't, we don't message sketchy people on Facebook in Japan. Uh, so Greg Tagani yeah, is the one who said that. Oh, we actually had a great conversation about this because it took me a while to realize it because it, in, in motocross this is a thing, and RC it's not, where 
dealerships support riders. Uh, yep. Manufacturers do not go to 12-year-old Jimmy and say, "You're you're doing really great. We're gonna we're gonna give you a deal," unless he's truly special. But right, you know, this whole chassis sponsorship thing really cuts into brick and mortar sales. The thing about it is, though, so we do have a couple good brick and mortar businesses in minnesota like you can go and get a legit servo from thunder road or dollar hobby or whatever but let's say okay my ninja b05 when i bought that that was a 510 dollars retail motor here i had it it was 315 shipped from japan dude that's a huge savings now where the fuck is that middleman coming in I mean that it's that much cheaper in Japan. How is that even possible? Yeah, we're yeah, not talking Toyota parts here. Costs a lot of money to run a distributor business. How many so. engines do you think they realistically sell? All of them. No, well, I, not all I, of them. I, I meant just a base number. I would probably say OS probably sells twenty five hundred a year. Uh, way more if you include their airline. Their, their yeah, but I mean, if we're just talking, you know, you're you're running the middle of car engine. That 2500 you, you got to mark that up if you want to be a business that exists and is profitable. Yeah, but, like, they're getting it from – so, it, like, I ordered a KO servo from this hobby shop, and they're like, oh, we're out of stock. But you know what? W they said it this way. We're going to walk down the street and pick you one up. It's like, oh. And it's like I'm getting these $200 KO servos for 120 shipped to me. It's everything's just cheaper there, and we're paying middleman prices, and that really hurts. Yeah, but you, you gotta you gotta pay to play. I, I think it, I think it's not that crazy to me. Yeah, for I mean, for a while, I was surviving without sponsorship by doing this stuff. But you know, now that Joe Three's into it, and I have been supporting the brick and mortar a whole lot more. Um, yeah, it's. I, I've had to pick up some sponsorship, but I've also been shopping more at Thunder Road and Dollar too, though. Good for you. I like supporting local. Mm -hmm. If they don't, if they don't sell stuff, we don't uh, have a place to run after a while. Right, and I got all my techno stuff, my techno mini truggy stuff from Sean. I mean, I called him. He's like, "Oh, I got it all in stock," and because I was feeling very, very poor judgment, I'm like all right, you got to get me now because if you give me two days to think about it, I'm going to snap to my senses and not spend the money. So, Yeah, me and Ryan don't know anything about that. No, not at all. So, Ryan, speaking of, how's that new Mugen touring car working? Uh, you bought a second one. We forgot to talk about that the last episode. Yeah, I, I haven't had time to play with the new one yet. Um, it's... Uh, yeah, it's a great car. I I need to continue practicing and getting better at driving touring car and staying off the boards. And, yeah. Uh, then maybe one of these days I'll finish a race. Sure. But so far I haven't deserved to finish a race. I've yeah. been uh, going a little crazy. Right. But man, is it fun. So have you been working it's a lot this summer then and it kind of chills out in the winter? Uh. Not crazy with the work, just uh, really went hard with bicycles lately. Yeah. I've Between no dirt jumping and BMX racing, that's been the bulk of my 
you know, my fun time. Well, that's where you were two weeks ago for the club race was BMX racing instead. And it's like, yeah, I get it. You know, I think I ended up working that day, actually. Yeah, you worked I'm and then sure went I racing. I'm Saturday. Yeah, so. you worked and then went racing. So how's, uh, so he works, Ryan works for a big union joint. How's your, is yours a smaller deal or is Oh, he, yeah. 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 It's uh, it's just me in the cities, and then my dad and I have another part-time guy that worked for me in Duluth, and it's it's sweet and simple, but it it's uh, it's busy, but I turn down a lot of work because I, I don't want to work. Yeah. You know. I, I suppose. I, I just I'm, I want to be on welfare, but it's not working out for me. No. But uh, I try to make time for the other stuff. For being a quote-unquote small operation, um, Connor has a uh, large, and I. That's not a fat joke. Large yeah. reputation uh, I, I, all throughout Minnesota as as being a fantastic operator. I I run into people that know his work and speak well of it all the time. So that's awesome. Yeah, he's he's doing great. I I am not. Uh, holy I'm holy not, crap! I'm Ryan, you'll great. get there. It takes time. Doesn't I, happen overnight. I I suck. I got uh, I got on a crane when I was 12 years old. That's good. I I started yeah. at 38. It seemed like a great idea. I did talk you into it. Dude, I've been you know what I've been thinking about doing lately? I've always wanted to do it and it's too late and it'd be dumb. I was thinking about becoming a cop. Oof. What? I was going to do it when Why? I was I was going to do it when I was 30 and then I kind of talked myself out of it. My wife wanted me to do it and then I kind of talked myself out of it. I'm still kind of like, I want to do it, I want to do it, but I'd have to go up to Alexandria for police academy, literally. It's a shame that you're not um, a person of color because you could actually get paid to go to school for that. They, you know, they pay you as if you're an employee all the way through school because that's how badly yeah. they're trying to diversify the force. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. I know it's silly. And awesome. I know it's dumb, but I've always wanted to be an officer in my hometown. Oh, okay. You want? I, I, everybody in your town hates you already. Yeah. I, you don't. Yeah. You don't have to be a cop. I, I won't be going joke. to like Brooklyn Center or Minneapolis or anything like that. I would rather not have a job. You can carry a Glock and a Taser. It's it's fine. <laughs> you can just do that. Yeah. I, I do it every day. Yeah, I know what you mean, but. We'll see what happens. Never lacking. If, if I don't <laughs> Never catch me lacking, homie. <laughs> it, it's one of those things. If they don't give me the promotion promised, I'm out. There's no point in me working for such little money for a job I hate. For, for whatever it's worth, I do know that Swift Trucking is always hiring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I thought, I thought about doing it, but it's like, dude, after driving my regular car for like an hour and a half, I'm falling asleep behind the wheel. Like, yeah. You no. Know, well, you know, I would fit right in at Swift. It's hard to fall asleep when you're getting a blowjob from your tandem driver. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Swift. But, but three minutes later, that's all over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. Then I get super sleepy. <laughs> this is where we need a blue chew ad read. How much would it fucking suck <laughs> driving tandem with another guy in a fucking semi truck all goddamn day? Not Terrible. just most of the day. Terrible. Like most owner operators spend, yeah. you know, 13 to 14 hours of their day to get in their 11 hours of yep. driving. I was gonna You're say. talking fucking 20 hours a day. 
rocking around with some other dude. No way. No way. Or or, or lady. Whatever. Oh, that. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm pinching my engine heater cord. I don't know. How, how did we get stuck? Oh, there's a Swift truck parked outside the McDonald's. That's how I got it's going there, on my Swift. It's been there all day long. I, that's how I got going on my Swift rant you earlier. Probably can't. I, it's still there, and it, it, this was like 11 hours after we saw it this morning, and I said, somebody should check on them because they were probably 69ing, and they both <laughs> might have choked to death. Yeah. Well, it'd be well-deserved fun death, I guess. It wiggles around when you're You know, we've never had Senior on the podcast, and he's four feet. He is. He's four feet away from being on the show. He is. And he just refuses to support his you son don't, you don't, in he, this endeavor. He's been, so when we did the one in the hotel room at uh, the state champs, on-road state champs. That was a great years, episode. Yeah, he was, same, he, he was sitting on the bed while we were all sitting around the table. And he's like, fucking wrap it up, Junior, I want to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here, Tebow's getting into the no prep game. I, you know, I, Lame. I put it in my notes because it kind of bothered me. Uh. I don't know why. I can't put my finger. Which which one of his? Who's he going to be supporting sponsorship or who's he going to be representing sponsorship wise in that endeavor? I don't know. He posted. I'll pull it up. But I, yeah, I guarantee he got this stuff for free. For right, sure. But it, he's going to be a professional mountain bike racer next. So but they're not. Matter? They're not techno products, correct? No. Um, yeah, for ten scale, he can do whatever he wants. Um, let's see, undercover RC drag wings, and I don't know, it just looks like just another, yeah, it's just undercover car, so he's taking a B6 and he's making a no prep. Okay. I don't know why it bothers me. Why does it bother me? I really honestly couldn't tell you. You are more pro drag racing than I am. Well, I mean... I, I think it's great. I think it's great. I had a guy last night. Uh, I hope he just fucking mops up on all them well, that's professional. Well, that's what Mayfield's doing no right now. Guys. Is that's he what, mopping up? Oh, yeah. He's in Arizona fucking crushing I everybody. Taking home a grand or two I every week. It. GTFO nerds. Yeah, that's about it, too. Just last night, there was a guy in the shop trying to talk me into doing a sled pull thing with cars. I don't I don't even – I don't. where do you begin with how bad of an idea that is? It's a thing. But why? Um, it's it was a thing. It was huge in the '80s, just like drag racing. But you know, after the '80s, it kind of died off because it's dumb. And for some reason, this shit comes around in a circle. Apparently, everybody has these wider tables than I have, huh, Connor? Uh, yeah. Everybody's Ryan, got two more feet. Ryan's got these little, this little four-foot table. Yeah. That's all like, I have. Like, all oh, three it's, of it's fine. It's all, all three I need. of the tables that I have are four feet. I did not know that there was a five and a half foot table or whatever. This is, is. five. It's, it's, a, a it's five. absurd to not have a Fucking bigger table. Shit. <laughs> He's all stressed out because it's what fits his pit mat. In oh, fact, and in another fact, thing. Did this, you know? This piece. Have you ever had a nice acrylic uh, setup board? So we're gonna get into this, aren't we? Oh, you boy. left yours outside, didn't you? So that's a thing? And it warped as shit, didn't it? Yeah, that's a thing. I had that happen with my hoodie. God bird. damn it. I'm so bummed because, so I got a really large one, <laughs> yeah, right? So because did I. I wanted it to be eighth scale <laughs> and yeah. also work for touring car. Yep. And so I brought it out here. It's fucking sick. 
and I come back after half a day, and the thing is just waffled. It looks like a taco. Yep, yep. Senior and I were just ta <laughs> we were talking about. So I got the Huddy one, which was basically pressed fucking ply plywood with vinyl on it. Yep. That they charge an arm and a leg for. Yeah, it, it used to be fifty dollars for a piece of wood. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how much it is. Oh, Jesus. Right. But um. Yeah, I left that outside in Duluth, and I came back, and it was literally giant bubbles all over <laughs> it. So, oh, so even the wood one you can't leave out no, in the sun. No, so I got this marble countertop one that used to be seniors, but I kind of confiscated it from them, and I've been using it because this won't warp. It's marble. Sure. Well, but, good for you yeah. I, for knowing things like that. I learned um, the hard way just like you. I might have gotten it back flattened out. I, I put it back out in the sun. Yeah. And um, did you turn it over the then other after way? It, yeah, well, for a little while, then it warped the other direction. <laughs> so then I turned it back to the original direction, put it on something flatter than my table. I put it on uh, Connor's the back gate for his camper, and we, we put some, we put some heavy stuff on top of it. And I think so. I just left it right. Yeah. Because it looked pretty pretty flat there, so I just let it be hot for the rest of the day. And now it's looking pretty flat, and everything's cooling down. And I guess I'm going to put it, you know, back in my Jeep and not take it out again right, this right. weekend. And, you know, hopefully it'll be okay. But I'm going to get a smaller one for yeah. a touring car that fits It fits inside my Ogeo. That large one that I had made by Brandon Skews doesn't. Yep. Um, it's yep. a big, beautiful board, though. So, I mean, I, I guess I just I need to – it needs to be part of my home kit. You know? yeah. I hate to interrupt this, but uh, what what exactly are you guys using these boards for? When do you hate to interrupt people? You know, Ryan. I I use You're it for wrong. I use it for ride height and kind of camber. Camber, I get it close, and then I measure the tie rods to make sure they're exactly. Are you, are you the getting same. the joke here, Joe? Yeah, he doesn't do anything. Yeah, he, he doesn't check ride height I, or I appreciate camber. Your honest answer, but uh, checking stuff is silly. So although I, it seems to help, you know, <laughs> it's I, weird. Uh, for that last race, I checked the ride height on my nitro buggy because I'm sitting there like, I have never checked the ride height on this thing. I just put it together. That's about three and a half millimeters low in the rear. Brought it up, and it was great. And then my center drive shaft fell off. I'm going to do like kind of a dickhead stuff. thing here. Yeah, go I, ahead. I don't have a piece of paper and a not? pencil, but if I could write out the word height, and if you could show me where there's a T and an H... A T followed by an H in the word ride height. I, I would like to see that. I say height. <laughs> I know. I it's know. very popular in the South. When I, I was know. doing that Fox gig, everything was, hey, uh, you want to look at my bike? And that's that's code for four-wheeler, by yeah. the way. Oh, hey, uh, Did they wash you, it? Hey, you, you won't check the ride height on my bike? Well, I am about as dumb as a hookworm southerner. Yeah, so. well, here we all are in a yeah. field. Yeah, no, that that's why I, I listen to Joe Rogan. That's why those slack-jawed douchebag southerners are so dumb. Bunch of slack-jawed No, they walk around barefoot in the south, and they get hookworms in their feet, and they can't feel it, and that literally melts their brain. This stuff will make you a sexual Tyrannosaurus, just like me. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding, guys. For, the, for those that don't know, I you know I don't just I don't just throw around slack jaw faggot. That is a yeah. that's line from our I, former governor Jesse the Body Ventura. I did and, not an Academy Award winning. I think somebody will have to check me on that. I think it won an Oscar, 
And um, I did probably not a Pulitzer say that last too. Word. I, um, yeah. Maybe a Nobel Peace Prize. The movie Predator, yeah. 1987. You know that is. It's off the rails. Yeah, it's long off the rails. Um, Team Associated's coming Actual out with a rear motor ready-to-run car, and I'm kind of wondering why about that. Why this RB10? Do you see uh, this? This is uh, specifically because they saw the um, dilapidated vehicles that the, the local members of the Lake Superior RC Club <laughs> are using on <laughs> Thursday nights, and they thought, holy shit, man, we got to get these guys some new rear motor cars. And, but they have to be cheap. They Clearly. Got it. It's got to be cheap. Clearly, it's got to be cheap. Team Associated has to pay them to take a new them. car. So it's cheap. probably got bushings in it somewhere. Yeah. Got to go for that ball bearing upgrade, you know, for Christmas or something. It's a B5 with a wider isn't chassis. It, isn't it not like the same thing as the, the DR10? I mean, aren't they all running this off the same chassis? Kind basically? of. Um, this is running off the street stock car. Yeah, so. I, I guess that that's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. But I will say I think it's pretty cool. I um I I hope some brick and mortar stores actually put it in there so that, you know, kids can yeah. discover a little bit more racy version of, of an RC car. Yeah, it's a better version than the Bandit or whatever. Yeah. Budget race cars aren't the worst thing in the world. They're not. Uh, but I just saw that. I'm like, why did they make too much of the street stock they're not selling? Because they did not pay attention to the street stock market, and they made a totally illegal car. But the body's sweet. It is. You know, I asked our host for the weekend, Sean Van Dalen, yeah. of uh, Full Throttle RC Raceway, to stop by. Um, well, it was a little while ago, and I, I think he's avoiding us. He might be. Yep. I don't know. He would be good at We called one of the early, early episodes. I don't even know if it's on YouTube anymore. But I think we called him for an episode. I want to say he was on this podcast in like 2012. Oh, really? I think he was. Okay. I don't know. That who, were, who were you doing it with back then? Marshall Scarry and Greg Gurton. Greg, okay. Greg's a good guy. Marshall turned into a lady. So, um, I don't know. Uh, in present day, I don't know that name. I've seen it around the RC circles. What it, does he race anything currently? Not anymore. Okay. Not anymore. You know, he hung on to the team associated regional manager position for dear life for several years without racing. And it's like, hey, Dick. And he ain't doing anything with the team, but he just wanted to hold on to that position. Sure. So, anyway, um, just well wishes to Rick from Rick's Hobby Farm. He went through surgery. Don't know what kind, but I guess he made it through successful. I've still never been over there. I'm going to have to get over there eventually. Uh, the series race would be good because that's where they calcium it, and it grooves like crazy. Is that on the Millville weekend yet again? That's, hold on. Because it's usually like July 17th. Oh, I was told to look at my texts. Uh <laughs> I see Sean Van Dalen. There's a possibility he's walking this way. Yeah, there's people. Um, he's yeah. uh, he's going to end up taking my spot here momentarily. Yeah, so. him or Joey. Joey was talking about coming on, too. Um, Millville, which there is a race Millville weekend. I Maybe it's here. I want to say it's here, and Duluth is August, and Rick's is September. Yeah, Duluth is always on my wedding anniversary, so I can never do it, but I build the track anyway. It's all the same. I yeah. do love racing here, so I think I'm, I might, you know, schedule dependent, obviously. Um, I might be willing to come up here and do a bump 
Pump well, game Sunday. That's the thing with Millville, though. Like, all you guys talk about going and watching it. All, all these former racers. I don't think I could go to an event. If I race motocross, I don't think I could go to an event like Millville and just go and watch. But oh, you're, you you're trying to... You're basically telling us that if the worlds were held within an hour or two of your house, that you would not go watch the best people in the world do what you used to love doing. You do have a point. Yeah. You do have a point. Yeah. That was, well, like, the dumbest thing I heard today. I'm, I'm going to step out here and let Sean take over. <laughs> All right. Thanks for having it. me on. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Thanks, we'll see you later. And personally, I, I, I want to thank Sean I got for top bunk. For me, and so. so And so do you. Oh. You oh, also geez. have top bunk. That's dangerous for us. No, what's that reach under? If somebody takes bottom bunk and Taking reaches chances. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyways, Sean Van Dalen's going to be sitting down here. All right. Sean Van Dalen, how is it going? The uh, announcer for the MNRC, I thought you were just going to do it for the weekend, but Corey said you're going to do it full time now, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I told him uh, earlier that uh, I, I would. Uh, I, I would uh, do it for the whole racing series if they needed it. That is awesome. We do so, appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Sean. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, last year, it's like Joe 3, it was time for him to start running an A scale. And it's like, you know, you've, you've been there. It's hard getting your kids running while you're trying to run races. Well, even, even today, like uh, a few of my buddies said, I said, no, I'm not going to run. And they're like, no, man, you got to run. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm supposed to be announcing. I don't want to, you know, hold the race program up for myself. And and uh, it can be a little bit hectic, but uh, I usually prep my cars the night before really, really well. So, yeah, like my truggy uh, all day was just underneath the driver's stand. And all I had to do is uh, just fire, fire it up. up before my race. You know, That's nice. So, um, yeah, that's the thing. No, when I announce, there's always an option for me to race and do it but i've never been able to do if, if i'm doing it's got to be one or the other because both suffer if i try to do both for myself but it seems like you're you can compartmentalize doing one and then the other because you're doing very well today yeah i mean <clears throat> today <laughs> a few people laugh because uh i really I, man I, I throw a shout out to live rc yeah. Um, and the technology, the advancements in, you know, because I've been race directing for 20 years plus. Yeah. And, man, like, I needed to warm my truggy up, and, you know, uh, I felt like I had a little leaky gas tank. Uh, so I changed out the fuel tank, so I needed to kind of put a race tune on it uh, before my race. So I just popped up live or see on my phone and walked down, and <laughs> I was warming my truck up, and I was, you know, I got my Britney Spears microphone that I call it. Yeah. Uh, my wireless microphone headset that I walk around and announce with. And I just called the race from looking at Live RC's screen on my phone. <laughs> yeah, that you was know? awesome. That's so, brilliant. Uh, for the 40-plus main, I actually did a, a, a track walk uh, while announcing and uh, got to marshal uh, almost two cars, marshaled one. Yep. Uh, the marshal was much faster than me, much younger and spry. So sure, sure. He beat me to it. So um, you just came back from Silver State last week. So it's been a back-to-back-to-back weekend for you. Yeah, yeah, three race weekends in a row. The wife, you know, she uh, very understanding. So, uh, so it, 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 it does put a little uh, stress on, on that uh, relationship. But my biggest uh, question for you is, where are you racing next weekend? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, 
Just kidding. I kind of I kind of threw it out. You know, I'm like, oh man, this is because next weekend isn't it the long weekend? Isn't it Memorial yeah. Weekend? Yeah. I mean, a guy's got to go out on Memorial Weekend. There's an extra you? day there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got at least a travel day home. You know that we don't have to work. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, were you um, Seth's mechanic last week for Silver State? Seth does a lot of his own mechanicking now, much more. I mean, I, I've been his mechanic since he was 11, 12 years old when yeah. he started getting fast regionally. Um, but, I mean, as of late, him and Maddie have been going to a lot of races even without me. And Silver State was just one of those races where the airfare is $116. Yeah. Why not go? I could stay in the room that Techno provides for Seth. So it's like, well, there's like $116 to get me there. And, I, you know, so Maddie was like super happy to have me there. And she's like, yeah, you can just I'm going to chill and you can. So, yeah, I did a lot of uh, like his motor clutch maintenance. Um, he does all his own shocks. OK, uh, but like I cleaned I cleaned his car for him like while he was marshalling. So when he came back, you know, because a lot of times if he was you know, second or third in the round or even a TQ, JC wants to get a photo, Techno wants to get a photo of the car, so then right. the car's clean sure. for the photo, you know, that's coming up, so. Yeah, um, yeah, he TQ'd Nitro Buggy and ended up second. We were doing the podcast and watching it, and we, I lost somewhere in the middle where he lost the lead, and he ended up fifth, but he got back up to second. Yeah, it was a crazy crash on the front straightaway Yep. Uh, it was getting pretty whooped out. He was oh, yeah. kind of his car was really set up to really go um, through the through the holes, and he just caught it wrong, and, and it went tumbling. And the rear tire actually caught on the pit lane plywood. Oh. So he was hanging there. No one saw it. You know, I'm the pick. Yeah. You know, I was pit guy, and I'm like waiting for him to go through um, that sweeper, that right hander to the triple. And he wasn't coming. He wasn't coming. And finally, he yelled down, and the marshal had to go get him. So that cost him about seven seconds, and then. You know, I talked to him afterwards about it, and I'm like, "You were a little rattled from that. You drove a little, drove a little angry, you know, for about five minutes. And between the seven seconds that that cost him and the drive after that was really the difference in the the finishing in the main. You know, Mayfield had a 15 second lead at the end. Yep, they're the and only and, uh, two on 70 lap pace. Yeah, so that I think without that and without that crash, he would have been at least there in contention with Mayfield." It would have been would have been really fun to watch him and Mayfield duke it out in the last laps. Sure. So they've had some good runs. Uh, uh, I think it was P and B maybe. I think uh, Seth did a pretty much last lap pass on Mayfield to take second behind Tebow at one of the one of the events last year, not this year, last year. Yep. Yep. Sean, if we go back in time, hop in the time machine five years and also ten years, how confident were you, or were you, that Seth was going to get to this point? as an RC driver. He is currently mixing it up with the best drivers in America, and he is one of the best drivers in America right now. Did you see this five, ten years ago when he was really fast? I guess, you, I, you know, I, I guess with my closest friends, I might have talked and kind of thought, man, you know, this kid could, could really go places. But, I mean, I never was really, like, boisterous or anything like that about it. Um, but I think... Like, even in the last, I would say, probably 18 months is really when his speed has taken another level. Right. Um, you know, because you could go back two years and he was, you know. He, he was, was so emotional guy. back then. Yeah, he, you know, he was. Were you confident that guy. he was going to get over that? 
Yeah, uh, you know, I talked to Adam Drake quite a few times, and I talked to him, you know, and, and Drake assured me, he's like, dude, um, the kid's got raw speed. Yeah. He, he has it. You, and, and you know what? He's like, teaching the discipline and teaching the calmness that it takes to run with the pros is the easy part. Having the raw speed to, to drive the pace that they drive is unteachable. Yep. You, you just you either have it or you don't. And and when I think that was uh, probably three. When was Drake at the Motordome race? Oh, that's shit. We that was like six, six or seven years, years ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. Seth was pretty young, you know, 14, something like that. I think. Yep. And, yeah, I mean, Drake was talking to me back then, you know. I think, and he, I, I think that was in Seth, 15. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so six years ago. Yeah, I think yep. him and Seth were going back and forth with each other for, like, TQ that weekend, too. Yep, yep. That was one of the, yeah, that was fun to watch. Um, yeah, I was, I think the last time I actually beat Seth heads up in a race was 2009. So what was it, what was he, nine years old? Yeah, yeah. I do, I think one of my, one of my, you know, if we're going to reminisce or whatever, uh, one of my favorite podium pictures yeah. is at the Electric Boogie in Duluth. And I think Seth was uh, six or seven. Yeah. And uh, we were racing stock buggy. We're all hardcore stock buggy racers way back then, you know? Yeah. And I won it. Seth took second, and Andrew Maury was third. <laughs> so it was a picture of two of, two of the most Minnesota's prominent prominent track owners. Yep. And this little kid in the middle of us. So <laughs> it's pretty cool. I, I really enjoy that one. For sure, for sure. So you're going to have your own series here this summer also. Mostly single day events. September's a two day event. Yep. Um, I've been digging the way you prep the track. You know, you know I do like calcium here and there, but man, the way you've been running it, it's like, on well, the way you've been running it, it's like easy on tires. There's still enough grip. It gets a little rutted out, but no big deal. You know what yeah. I mean? I used to be like, even I said it today on the microphone. I used to be a guy who wanted my track really pristine and like yep. clean and like I, I would I would even judge other track builders and, and promoters um, if their track, you know, they allowed the track to get really, really bad. Yeah. Um, but as I, as I've grown in RC and with anything, um, that little bit of character, uh, for lack of other term, no, well, it's it's rough ruttedness. Yep. Um, it does separate, even if your racetrack can't separate, um, those obstacles will separate because guys will run racing lines and run around it, and that gives separation to the fastest guys. So It is the um, right amount of character, I think, because, like, people don't, like, you remember Jimmers? Yeah, I remember, yep, going, yeah, I actually <laughs> won there. I actually won there. That was the <laughs> only race I think I've ever won on the MNRC and A-Scale. Yeah. Nitro buggy. Jimmers so. and Eveleth were both just nightmares. Yeah, yeah Eveleth was on the side of a hill, and it was a little – that had some clay mixed in some spots. Some spots was good, and other spots were really rough. I think it was like old dumping ground. But Jimmers, like, I, I would have to say, Jimmers was a lot like the dirt that we ran on at Silver State, only Silver State used a roll packer. Okay. So, you know, so very similar. And they dirt. didn't just, like, leave pieces of – Trees carpet, yeah, I got. I did, Jimmers, I did get. Course. I did get a piece of carpet wrapped around my wheel, and I almost lost the lead over that. Ooh, but yeah, rough. Well, Keenan was saying. I, I talked to Keenan through private messages out because he wanted to go to Silver State, but he got sick. 
and he was saying that he wasn't allowed to do anything to that soil because it's equestrian soil at yeah, Silver State. Yeah, they have they have uh, barrel races, equestrian events. Um, yep. They even, man, this year, uh, two years ago, they used nails like we do here yep. at Full Throttle Raceway to attach the tubing to the ground to hold it in place. And they forgot a couple or missed a couple when they went to clean up. And, of course, you know, they dragged the grounds with uh, – you know special drag behind a tractor yeah. and they uncovered them and you know no horses were you know harmed injured but they found them and were really upset about that and wouldn't allow him to use those again so he used sandbags and stakes i talked to joey probably <laughs> for an hour one night how did that work uh you know what i was really impressed you know because joey you know he used the the dirt from the facility yep and made like this apparatus that he could put several bags in and then dump use a skid loader to dump and fill the bags so i mean he's got to save the bags for next year yeah or the next track you know but he used these big zip ties and the bags were heavy enough to hold the you know hold, hold the pipe in place and yeah they had to do some track maintenance you know in between you know but even today um i had a few volunteers you know fix the pipe here fix the pipe yeah. there yeah so I mean, I thought it worked really good. I was really surprised. Yesterday, you said everyone from Minnesota should go to this one. Oh, I mean. man. The the facility, I mean, just the, I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. You know, the airfare, you, you can't, is, you know, everything to Vegas is cheap. Yep. Buy it three weeks in advance. It's going to be $100, $150 at the most. Uh, you, you get a hotel discount if you, you know, do it through the Dirt Nitro Challenge. Sure. So, you know, maybe, you know, 100, 120 a night is all it was. I mean, we, we spend more when we go to Omaha. And oh, those yeah. hotels aren't even close to as nice. No. You know, I was, and, I was and being right there on the grounds, they got a bowling alley. They got a movie theater, arcade inside the, the casino. Yeah. So, I mean, every place you want to eat, whether it be, you know, we went out for sushi one night, the techno team. Um, yeah. You know, burgers, steakhouse, prime rib. I mean, it's crazy what Did they have in there. do any gambling? Yeah, I did. Uh, actually, a I'm not really a big gambler. Okay. I work really hard for my money. I got a lot of hustle, you know, my side uh, stuff. Yep, uh, I, I get with it. With s and I yep. build cars for people and all that sure. stuff. Yep. But, you know, a friend of mine, Grant, flew out to hang out for two days. Yeah. And he's like, dude, we're going to walk around and you're going to play penny slots and you're going to make money. Okay. And by God, 20 minutes later, I was $220 up. Oh, wow. <laughs> 220 on penny slots. That, that's when you just call it a day. Day. Yeah. Yeah, but he wouldn't let me. He told me, he's like, you never put the voucher back in the machine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He says it's superstitious, but I don't know. I I just did it. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, it looks like a good time. Um, yeah, Ryan, do you got anything else? And we, we can get into questions here if you want. No, I just... Uh, Thank you very much, Sean, for yeah, coming yeah. on the program. It's going to be fun, you, you know, don't. for everybody to get to hear a little more of you than just yeah. uh, race director right. and yelling at slower people to get out of the way during the middle of a truggy race. Yeah, so. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I do yell at my car quite a bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I so. do too. I, I was yelling at it quite a bit today. I just had really, really rough luck with finishing races. So, but it, uh, Sean, it, it it doesn't really get said enough. Um, what you do for this region in RC, and it, it's so many different things. It's you—you you started one of the coolest tracks it, ever in existence in yep. Minnesota. You kept it running for 
way longer than most people usually do. You know, usually there's like a five-year shelf life, right? Yeah. On yeah. those tracks. So we we really appreciate everything that you do for all of us. We all get to enjoy RC more because of you. Yeah. So thank you. I, yeah, I thank started you. I started racing here when the track was out front. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot of people don't don't remember that. I had to tear the driver's stand down and move it. Yeah. That, it all. That's when I got hooked on it because it's like all the other tracks. You know, I think it was like. I forget the exact order, but I think it was like Jimmers, or no, it was Eveleth, and then Duluth, but it got rained out, so as the year is at the uh, horse barn, and Seth won the full-size Truggy that year. Yeah. He was young. He was like five. Yep. And then it was like your track, and your track was by far, that's what hooked me onto it. Uh, and we were wondering, so back in the day, a long, long, long time ago, like eight, nine years ago, were you on an old, old episode of Ran Out of Talent? I want to say me and Gerton called you on one of the episodes. I'm not sure. I don't, I'm. I can't remember. Uh, our audio was terrible, and Greg, every single every single episode, Greg's like, I got it figured out, and it never had it figured out, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. that was for one of the first New Year's, New Year's Rumble you held at the 510. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, do you want to stick around for questions, or do you have work to do? Or No, I, I was going to uh, water the racetrack Yeah, let him mingle. Yeah. It's his fine. party. Yeah. So. We really do appreciate you coming on, and we do appreciate everything you do for racing in Minnesota and all the help you provide the racers and all that stuff. So Yeah, yeah, no, man. great. Yeah, th well, thanks for coming on. I think Ryan and I are going to hit questions. Stan driving his truck. Right. All right, Sean Van Dalen has left the pit area where we have the setup and taking a spot. Now is Joey Fitzsimmons. How's it going, Joey? Not too bad. How about yourself, Junior? Pretty good. Ryan's on the other side just chilling like, bleh. He's had enough. Yeah, I see him over there chillaxing. Yeah. So we were talking about this on Friday. You know, we thought you were done racing until, like, the fall, winter time. Because so, you had a job as a mechanic for, what was it, a late model? Yep, uh, World of Outlaw okay. late model driver. His gotcha. name's uh, Ricky Weiss. Okay. And it just didn't work out, so you end up racing? Yeah. Yeah, no. You're probably better off. Like, what if it, is it one of those deals where they kind of pay you a couple bucks and then they pay you an experience or some of that bullshit? Or was so, it with the way that works is most most teams will put you on a salary. Okay. And you'll get paid every week or every other week. Yep. Whether they do cash or they do taxes. It just kind of depends on the driver and who's paying you for it. Okay, yeah. So, um... You've been part of the Full Throttle crew this weekend and other weekends, and you've been helping out announce. So I do have to ask you a question before we get into questions here because we're running out of time here. When are you going to become a full-time announcer? <laughs> uh, I couldn't tell you, to be honest. You do a really good job of it. Uh, Stu and I were talking at the club race, and it's like, God, he should do this. I mean, I'd be willing to learn how to run a program, but... Oh, it's super easy. Dummy like me can figure it out really easy. I mean, you get the setup in the booth and the air conditioning, yep. out of the heat. Yep, and everything everything now, like back in the days of RC Scoring Pro, you had to know a little bit of something. Now with live time, you don't have to know anything. You just click, 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 done. Yep. It's super easy. So, Ryan and Joey, should we get into questions for the Week in Color uh, episode? Let's do it. Let's do this it, This has yeah. been a fun trackside episode. You know, 
I, I was salty in the beginning. I'm still salty, but I'm having fun. Um, Lonnie Walls is wondering, what are must-have hop-ups and upgrades for the Techno ET410.2? Uh, I, would, I would just save money for spares. Yep. I honestly don't think any quote-unquote hop-ups are necessary. Uh, you're going to keep need to keep a lot of fans. Yep. We go through a lot of... I haven't seen one good fan system durability wise so i got the j concepts top plate for the he's, he's you can get the you can get the techno <laughs> one too but the carbon fiber top well, plate that actually ryan was my, my the <laughs> you know what <laughs> j con that's why i don't mention the kinds of cars i'm driving j concepts actually hooks me up with the deal so so yes uh spares Lots spare spares. arms yep spare, spare steering hubs. parts especially spare. if there are holes in the wall yeah. At your racetrack. <laughs> Get the aluminum Ackerman arm for sure. Oh, yeah. Good Yeah, good call. That's a good one. Uh, also, aluminum uh, servo horn. Right? Yeah, yeah, you got to yep. remember that. So those two things, absolutely. And then aside from that, yeah, arms. Uh, Joel always likes to throw out. What's your favorite one? Every time. Titanium tie rods. Yep. I still have steel on mine, buckles. I still have steel on mine right now. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna need extra tie rod ends, arms, steering parts. That's like we said, that's you're gonna need a spare body because you're gonna beat the shit out of it. Oh Rear yeah. wings, practice Rear body wings. to race body. Yep. Rear wings. That's something I also did was I put team associated ball cups on it because I've seen so many failures with the techno ones. I don't feel like I've ever had the issues that everybody else has. I know. So, I, but I went straight associated and I'm happy I did it. Sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, you don't need much. Just set I'm not picky. One side of my car is actually a dot one now <laughs> because I broke some parts way back at the 510 and I was like, oh, I've, well, I've got a steering knuckle. Yeah. It just happens to be from the other car. And that's why you're sitting third in the B. It's <laughs> no, bullshit. It's same geo. Okay. It's the same fucking spindle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. You know, you know, and just set the truck up. And, and make sure you drive it indoors sometimes so you can actually have fun with it. I mean, they look like they're Jesus a lot of fun Christ. to run outdoors. I had oh, fun they, here they club racing it two weeks ago. They might look like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, I have a question for you. When, when do you guys think they'll start coming out with aluminum servo horns in kits? Because it is super – I've never ran a plastic servo horn in anything. I guess you would – have to eliminate the 23 tooth yep. servos they at basically, that point. They basically eliminated the 24, I believe. So, and, you know, that would make me sad because there's still some very competitive servos in the 23 tooth market. There are, but that's one of those things. Why in the hell are there two, so many different? I mean, I haven't had any problems with all the plastic ones I've used. I mean, granted, they're on two-wheel drive cars, but... Every time I've tried, um, I had... Actually, I should say I had a plastic one on my B6 for a while, but a couple years in, ago in Shamrock, I r deserved what I got. I ate shit with one and stripped it and took forever to find one because the uh, B6 geometry is weird. And, yeah, that sucked. Um, Justin Hazy is wondering thoughts on the new Techno Truggy bodies. Is Arrow really that much different with the facts? I thought that'd be something that 
would grow on me, but it has not. You thought that thing was going to grow on you. Cap forward bodies <laughs> grew on that me. That thing's so I, fucking ugly. I ha- I hated cap forward bodies as much as I hated that thing. That thing, no. Nope, not for me anyway. That That is an abomination. I it, mean, I don't hate them. I don't love them. Do I'm kind of in between right do now. They, do the aftermarkets make a body that doesn't look anything remotely like that for that thing yet? I think the JC finisher body still fit them. You just got to get the uh, body mounts for the front. Okay. Do, do you That's want good. I bet you. I, want, I, I bet you they made that body because Seth was running the Chevy truck mm-hmm. body that was very similarly shaped. Yep. And you had to cut holes in the top for the shock and tower. And I'm not gonna lie to you, that thing was ugly as fuck too. It was, but he did it for a reason. He did it to make the truck steer. Oh, I had no idea that it yeah. was a functional thing. It was a functional Fuck thing. Was it ugly? And he kept running it to spite people, to piss people off, because these pros were getting pissed. They're getting pissed. The they're getting beat by a guy running a pro line C10 body. You know, speaking of that body, there's one coming right at us right now. Yeah, there is. There's one, and the holes are cut out for the shock tower. I, that, I don't know. That I think thing doesn't look nearly as ugly as what I remember. I think that's Grant Olson's body. But the thing is, though, the techno buggy, it's kind of like a four, and women-wise doesn't look so bad when you after you look at a one. So the new techno body is, we'll say, a one on the women's scale, and that C10's a four. And you could say a finisher body's a eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, ju- they, ju- they just look insanely cool. Yeah, I don't know. Not my cup of tea either, but yeah. Oh. That's so bad. So yeah. I have a problem with okay. E-Truggy this weekend. Nobody's watching them. Nobody's making me want to buy one. I haven't. When I used to watch Zach run his yeah. in Sportsman, I thought, hey, those look kind of fun. But back then, his driving style with that truck, I don't know if you remember it. If, were you racing MNRC in 2016? I might have been announcing. I don't know if I was racing. No, the announcer was. Was it that Lucas douchebag that was always on drugs? Yeah, yep. I think it so. Was yeah. Lucas that that year. sounds about right. Oh. For, you know, for the first race, anyway. Yeah, and then he quit showing up because he was on drugs. That was my first MNRC race. And he was PMing 16-year-old girls, but we'll get into that. We won't get into that one. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you just got into it. but I, um, ain't, I ain't say names. I uh, Where the fuck was I going with this? Oh, Zach. Yeah, Zach made that ET. What was that thing called? I, I think it was just the just first. Just ET-410, yeah, right? Yeah, the, the, the very or, first. No, ET-what? ET-10. The very first techno one. I, I bet you that was even a conversion. So back then, what were the e-buggies called back then? They were 48 dot whatever, right? Um, point threes back then for the buggy. I think it was just called an ET48. Yeah. It might have been a point two if anything. Nope. nope. I don't even think they ever sold that. I, I think they just had ET48. Anyway, um, yeah, I none of them looked all that great, yeah. to be frank. But I think everybody, I think we were all dealing with – Weird conditions today, right? Yeah. I didn't oh, get yeah. my car halfway decent until my very last run. Right. And I, I've been I dumped all the anti-squat. I put okay. some rear toe into nice, it. Nice. Softened That's some stuff up. To- went to- in a totally different direction with tires. And finally, my car was much better than the Where driver. Where were you going with tires? 
<laughs> Don't even worry about it. <laughs> no, it, wait, wait. it's not going to matter tomorrow morning anyway. I ended on a detox okay. in R2, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. and they I were was great. On. You can get tires. I, you fucking better than me. No, no, no. I, <laughs> I, I bought off a bunch of Kendall Welch's okay. when he decided to be done with 8th scale. Yeah, I think he might be just be done. I hope not, but he might be. Yeah, he really likes riding bicycles. I can't believe I mean, God, they have fun trails. Yep. And he, they got a whole, you know, they got a dec- a good-sized friend group that are all doing it together and experiencing yeah. it together. And that's, yeah, they're having a blast. Yeah. Steve Nelson's a part of that crew. Yeah. Shout out to Steve. We miss you. We understand why you don't want to spend three straight days getting sand pounded up your ass at a weekend race but we still miss you when Steve things Nelson make a comeback yeah. when, <laughs> when when things work I don't mind it things just things were working good yesterday and then today it's just been a calamity I don't it's been weird the track's been weird no it's it's uh mechanical failure so this well, morning with my on that this morning with my e-buggy in practice I had the front center drive shaft fall off twice then I put red loctite on it red yes wow and go big or go home. It falls off in round number three, and I just get pissed. I handed a senior, and he put more red Loctite on it, and he cranked it down. He had the 2.5, and he cranked it down with the pliers. Mm-hmm. So if that comes off again, I just, uh, man. And then I had a rear drive shaft come off on my nitro buggy in the last one, uh, the rear center. And then um, the race before that, I stripped out an aluminum servo horn. How the fuck do I? So, yeah. I didn't know Sean had a gay son. <laughs> well, what, what are you looking at? <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that, Zach. <laughs> oh, I see. No. That's just the way the kids are these days, Ryan. That's just the way the kids are. I can see the veins in his legs from here. What do you mean? He's wearing skinny jeans. Oh, yeah. That's just weight. white shoes on a wet racetrack. Dude. Smart. With a pink shirt. Salmon. Isn't he supposed to be at prom? <sighs> I think that's where he's taking that, uh, what is that, an I-80 is, over is there? Is he going yeah. to prom in jeans? I think they're taking uh, I think they're taking that I-80 over Where's prom. Where's his date that and what's his name? Sweet. No, dude. That's that's just, just the way Zach. kids are now. I, I don't think you listen to this, but you know, I, I we're bet just that, joking with you. I bet when I was his age and adults saw me in my jankos with bands and like spam t-shirts how did you pay for those stupid ass jeans <laughs> <laughs> my mom did he never okay yeah i mean senior paid for it senior paid for it my mom <laughs> he didn't took distribute a shot. the money though. yeah he, he didn't distribute the money yeah. for it but i got a mom like that too god bless him yeah they they unfortunately let us be us which <laughs> might not always be the best thing all right Hey Joey, uh, talk about your day. How did it? Yeah. What, what classes uh, did, did you run, and how did it go for you? Um, I ran e buggy and nitro truggy today. Um, threw the car down in the morning. Everything was good. Track was wet, moist. It was really nice conditions. As the day went on, they kind of started to go south. My uh, my driving and e buggy kind of went south as well. I'm yeah. currently sitting BQ. Yeah, I'm sitting like fifth or sixth and or eighth. I don't even know. Barely in the B and E buggy, it's frustrating. Yeah, um, nitro truggy. I've been, it's been good all day. I just made some setup changes before qual three and made it even better. And okay. Then I had a uh, electrical failure. What happened? I do believe my battery went dead. 
and oh. just kaput, done, shot, throw I it at a wall and blow it up kind of thing. I got one if you need one. No, I got one. You got one? Okay. That's what I was just out there running. Because mine just came in the mail yesterday. I've got to build a totally different. I'm using a really old radio tray with old servos and batteries because my servos just came in. You know, that's something that's frustrating. I don't know if it's aiming hobbies to blame or the post office, but they shipped the stuff May 11th, and it said for a week straight, shipping label created but not yet in our system. Was it two boxes or was it one box? One box. Okay. Yeah, because I know sometimes this comes from North Carolina and whatnot. And usually the shit from North Carolina comes a whole lot faster oh than the shit from California. Yes, it does. But it's like it sat for a week, shipping label created. But I've had it happen where shipping label, it goes from shipping label created to out for delivery in the same yep. day. That's good stuff yep. we're getting here. This is good content. I know. Um, <laughs> Joey, what are your expectations for tomorrow? What, um, what would you be happy with? I'd be happy to bump out of the B's and finish at least top 10 in the A and both yeah right, with both classes i have i have very quality vehicles to do it i don't know if i'm a quality enough driver at least bumping out of the b would be a, a accomplishment for the weekend i'm almost starting last in nitro buggy i finished one qualifier good green one yep yeah, and it wasn't good only one way to go yeah well home that that's the way to go <laughs> <laughs> um jeremy hi ben Ben Savakul is walking by. Oh! <laughs> Damn it. Oh, Connor is in trouble tonight. I just saw the most beautiful hairy ass I've ever seen in my I, life. I got an upfront view of it. Oh, that was not man. pretty. God, what, a, what a nice ass on that Ben Savakul. Jeez. Oh, I'm going to take it out on Connor tonight. Oh, man. Anyways, uh. Well, let's get into another question. I wonder <laughs> if I'll be able to sleep now. <laughs> yeah, because it's getting me. to be about 9 o'clock. I got to The shovel. Dolans are a very fortunate family. That they had their backs that turned. That they had their backs turned to what we just witnessed. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Just, uh, a, just a horrific scene. Was uh, Senior Space dug in the phone, or did you see that too? I seen it. I got <laughs> senior saw it. <laughs> like a game of Clue, it was Ben Savakul in the pits with the hairy ass. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, this is the first Murdered time I've seen this. Murdered my boner for the next <laughs> month. This is the first time I've seen this uh, light work on this command module because it's been pretty bright on it. I like it. This works well. You know, it's going to work well for Duluth, you too. You nut-gargling, free-advertising whore, you. I know. <laughs> you know what? Uh, <laughs> oh, chasing. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I, I hate to say it, but. I'm not going to say it on here. I'll say it after. Um, Jeremy Oldham is wondering, what's the life of a race kit, one season or more? One season with just normal maintenance, and if you want a second season, you're going to be doing a little more in between every round, replacing a little more between every round. And that and that's where having the extra spare parts come into play. Yep. When you have the extra hinge pins, the extra arms, your bearings, and yeah. your bearing kits. See, I've been running the same chassis for – two years now yeah um i got kyle's last year stuff but i had a whole bunch of fresh stuff in a brand new chassis and it's like i made the car fresh again mm -hmm. but it's yeah. just it's just all about i mean especially with these a scale vehicles it's it's all about maintenance yeah it keeping is. up on your maintenance and even then that doesn't guarantee success because i've been working my ass off on my vehicles and yeah 
anyway, um, it, it's just like having a car with over 150,000 miles, like my Crown Vic. You know, I got 150,000 on that, and I had to you replace. Don't you don't even want to know how many are on my truck. But, you know, you get the stupid little thing, like I had a injector O-ring go bad. Mm -hmm. Oh, dude, that thing was leaking so gas gas so bad and smelled so bad but it's just stupid little stuff like yep. that yep. <laughs> uh, sorry sorry, guys. sorry we're not all rich like ryan greeny and we can't afford i mean he gets to, he gets balls. to play with big to big boy toys all day so he i get to watch some dick play with him <laughs> all right i just hook stuff up for him man all right yeah um how have you been able to operate at all lately? Or no, my operator's been a bit of a tractor ass. I don't know what's going on. I, You know, I don't really uh, get on my knees for the guy like I used to. Oh. You know, we're, we're a couple years into this relationship. It's uh, The honeymoon is well over. Um, he's not nearly close enough to retirement <laughs> for the way things are going for us. Yep. Um, but uh, he's a... He's a very skilled individual in what he does. Uh, very, very safe. He catches a lot of shit that me and the other guys in the trade don't. He's, he's very good at that thousand-yard view. So that the crane is sometimes you know, quite a ways away yep. from what I'm hooking up, what we're lifting, what another trade is hooking up, and he'll spot things you know, from that vantage point and say, hey, you know, turn around, look at that. That's not right. So that kind of thing... I, I still feel very fortunate that I'm with the guy. I'm just sick of him being a dick, and I wish that he's like 6'4", maybe 240, 250, yeah. and I just fucking wish I could wake up one day and be 6'7", 290, and just fucking pound him in the parking lot and then go back to, right? Like, then go have a beer yep. a day or two later put water under the bridge and then go back to work because I'm so sick of being his fucking punching bag. You know, I hate to say it, and it brings up another thing. That's the best part of jiu-jitsu. There's guys like that that walk in almost weekly, and they go up against my small ass thinking they could just outpower me, and I choke the shit out of them, and I love it. I just don't, you know, this, this dude, you know, he spent however many years in the Army. He's killed people. Yeah, uh, we we have those. I I'm not gonna. I I don't care what I know. I'm still <laughs> not gonna fuck with them because one curb stomp from you know a six four two fifty guy and it's over. Yeah, that's 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 kind of like Connor Ayler's. But I'm it's it's what I am right. Like so, I got into this game too late. That's that's what it's like when you're you know most of the guys that are in my position are twenty two, twenty four, twenty six, right. and that's the role that you play. You know, you're the bitch. You get shit on. That's part of, you know, the the education that you're receiving from these guys. It's just, yeah, you got to eat shit burgers if you want to be an operator, yeah. unfortunately. And, yeah, let's see here. The last question's from you, Ryan. Why do we keep pounding ourselves in the dicks and lighting money on fire instead of just going fishing for the weekend? Because <laughs> fishing's boring, Ryan. It is. It's fucking I boring. I mean, to an extent... I could fight that it's not, but... <laughs> well, first, personally, I don't eat fish, so there's no point for I me. I mean, you reel in a big big old fish, you know, big old 40-something-inch pike, and it's the adrenaline that people like. 
Yeah. That's why people like fishing mostly. Sure, sure. I mean, I get it. I'm going to get out and use my fly fish gear one of these weekends Ooh, and start I figuring it out. I've always wanted to go fly fishing. Yeah. Me too. I have the stuff. I just don't go. You know, my sister-in-law got a cabin, and it's like, man, I want to go. I want to buy a boat and put it on her dock because her husband likes to tinker. It's like, hey, if I buy this boat and you do the upkeep and I come use it for a weekend a month, then that's kind of what I, I I like going out on the lake. Yeah. I just don't like throwing a line in the water. See, with uh, with that being said, I'd rather come out here and spend a whole lot of money for the adrenaline and the fun. Just yeah. coming out here and hanging it is out. Fun. So l- oh, it's so much fun that I've never done something like this in my life. Let me show you something. So bad at I'd it and just continued to show up. I didn't start racing and until. Suck. Hey, Frenchy. My, fir- my first yeah. slash. Haven't seen that guy in a while. My first vehicle was a Traxxas random slash. Pass through. Yeah. He, he hasn't been racing this weekend, has he? Yeah. Yeah, he was here. Oh, he should. Yeah, he, he came right back from, bad. like, California, and he's, he, like, came into Minnesota this morning. Right on. Uh, sorry for cutting you off, Joey. Oh, Please. you're good. You're good. Please. You're good. I, uh, my first vehicle was a Traxxas brushed slash. <laughs> That's always the best way to get into it. That's awesome. It is. Yeah, that is awesome. I got right. a hell of a lot of people into RC in the last 15 and years. And it's, it a, it's, a, it's an addiction. It, uh, I, that was probably back in 2012. I got yeah. that. by me. Yeah, I, I got a slash in 2009. I ran it for like two weeks, and then I sold it to Jeff Brewstead for pennies on the dollar, and he used his uh, vehicle to shoot fireworks with. Mm-hmm. He'd light them and drive down the street and just boof. Mm-hmm. Actually, now I think of it, my first race was – Ooh, 2013. I still had that slash. I actually transferred it to a uh, VXL. Nice. And I took it up to uh, me and my dad took it up to the 510 when Sean owned it. Yep. A couple years before that, and it's just I was hooked. And like two months later, I got a first gen Techno Pro 4 and all the fixings for it. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. That, that's um, the kit that really put Pro 4 on the map because mm-hmm. Losey had theirs with the MIP conversion, but mm-hmm. Techno is everything good in one kit. Yep. All right, guys. So, Ryan, Joey, do you got anything else? Ran out of content. Yeah, guys, ran out of talent. Don't be offended by any of this. Some no, of this we love you, Chasen. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> We love racecraft. <laughs> Some of this, guys, were just blown off steam, and if you decide to cancel us, well, you can't cancel the poor. All right, guys, we've ran out of talent. Bye.